and welcome back to the Give and Go. I'm your co-host Reynoso here with my boy Soltero. What's up, guys? We have a guest. We have a guest ah, in the studio today. We do. A guest that is known for inflicting a lot of pain on this podcast. <laughs> because the first time he was here, me and him both ganged up and bullied you into your overall Argentina, anti-Argentina take. Sure, sure, sure. After that, he came into our household, watched the Mexico match with me, and tortured me post-game with the celebrations of Argentina winning that game 2-0. Following that, he returns to come back on the pod and make you wear an Argentina jersey for 10 shoots straight that Mm. on the back said, I was wrong. I was. And he's back. He has returned after a few months, after a little bit of an absence, he has returned back to the studio. And my friend, the only question I have for you before I even give you a fucking intro is what do you want from us, man? What do you want, man? What do you want, bro? What are you here for, bro? Leave us alone, man. Let me live. (laughs) I'm not here to torture anyone today. Today we're going to have a chill podcast, chill episode. Perfect. I'm not going to bully you today. I'm feeling nice. Okay, he's feeling nice, folks. It's DFO, Debatable Football Opinions, is in the house once again. Once again, he is back. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Welcome back, man. Thank you. you. But I want to start off with some crazy shit I saw on my feed, man. As I was just scrolling through Instagram, I got like a Lionel Messi post. I got like an ESPN FC post, a player transfer post from Fabrizio Romano. And then I scroll down, bro, and I see... This dude's face in a goddamn elevator right next to fucking Dibu Martinez, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, old buddy of mine. (laughs) Having vacation together. Out in Vegas, hitting the casinos. You know, your typical Thursday. But yeah, I went to Maryland and the rumors are true. I met Dibu Martinez amongst a few other players as well. I guess we'll talk about it in a second. So from what I gather, from the information I got, was that you went to Maryland Correct. to catch an Aston Villa game? Yes. And this is something that you just do. Once it's summertime, it's like you're, you're hibernating during the winter. Yeah. You'll come <laughs> out ready. during the summer, <laughs> and you just, you just go all out when it comes to like these exhibition matches exactly. here in the States. So what I do essentially is, living in the U.S., you know that we don't get a lot of crazy big stars like this. If Eventually, they come to the MLS, but they come all old and, and you know, close to retirement. We don't get the big European stars. So there's very few chances for us to meet them, get pictures autographs all that stuff and then I got a lot of heroes playing in Europe that I'm not gonna be able to meet Diva Martinez Enzo Fernandez heck Lionel Messi Mm -hmm. but every summer at least a few big teams make it to the US for preseason and I always have it started last summer I have this crazy idea like I'm gonna go watch them but I don't want to just go across the country sit down in a stadium for two hours watch a good game and then go back home you know I'm trying to make the best out of this experience and Using this adventure as an example, Diego Martinez is one of my heroes. As you know, from Argentina, he basically gave us that recent World Cup alongside Lionel Messi and everybody else. But he's the people's hero. Yeah. You know, I don't think we would have made it this far, or even won the World Cup without his penalties and yeah. his the crazy you know, games. Yeah. yeah. So of course, needless to say, he's my hero, right? So I see that Aston Villa is going to be playing in Maryland. We live in Texas. That's like almost half the country. I got to go all the way to northeast. Um, so I basically fly to Maryland knowing that I don't know where Aston Villa is going to be staying. But my goal is to go and find out where Aston Villa are going to be staying, where are they going to be training, and try and stalk my way into <laughs> meeting 
Emiliano Martinez, hopefully get a picture with him, hopefully get an autograph, you know, basically just meet him in person rather than seeing him in a stadium for two hours and then go back home, you know? Wow. Did you fly there? Did you drive there by vehicle? Uh, How did I, you get I there? flew there okay. and it's kind of crazy God. because <laughs> flying, I don't have my car with me and I'm also flying in a place that I don't know. I don't know what is in Maryland. I could not tell you one thing in, about Maryland. I don't know where I was going to be staying. I had no car. I had like pretty much nothing, just no information either because they don't tell you what hotel they're going to yeah. be staying. They don't tell you where they're going to be training. They want as, as few fans possible because they want to focus and have a good preseason. So I flew to Maryland with basically nothing but hope and we made it work somehow. But okay, how, how do you even start off by like knowing what hotel they're at? That's like my first. It, it's like a lot of it's, it's a lot of stalking and a lot, like as bad as that sounds, and a lot of research and like asking a lot of people. Uh, for example, I did the same thing last year whenever Manchester City came over to Houston, and then Juventus and Barcelona went over to Dallas. That was all very close to me, so I I know people within the city, and if I don't know people, you simply ask people all around town if they know anything, or you look it up online. There's supporter groups on, for example, Facebook. This time that I went to Maryland, I joined, I pretended to be an Aston Villa fan and I joined a supporter group, the official supporter group from Maryland of Aston Villa. So, so I joined Damn. and then that's when I started like, I guess, DMing the members or making a post on that supporter group on Facebook and be like, hey, anybody know where they're going to train? Anybody oh. know where they're going to uh, stay at what hotel? And after doing all of that, like typically you do a lot of that and you can be either lucky, like somebody can tell you something or you could just be really unlucky and all your efforts are meaningless because you don't hear anything, you know, because this Aston Villa is not one of the huge, yeah. huge clubs, you know, uh, this supporter group had like maybe 300 members, right? Um, in the whole state of Maryland, but I got nothing from this supporter group, but I was lucky enough to one of one of the players straight up posted the hotel they were at. I can I can just show you it was I got a screenshot of Douglas Luis a I guess he's a CDM in Aston Villa he just posted a picture of him chilling and then he put the location on his Instagram You're story kidding so this time around I had to do no research whatsoever wow they didn't have to join a supporter group they didn't have to ask anybody I just had to look at one Idiot, guy's story bro yeah. what the hell is <laughs> Douglas Luis doing bro that's I gold mean, for you <laughs> yeah, yeah that's gold. I, mean, I don't know if it bothers them that much because like how realistically how many Aston Villa fans are there in Maryland right but <laughs> and and so I make it to the hotel this was day one of my vacation thankfully I see that I still have no hotel I still have no car but I know where the hotel is right so I go over to the hotel and there's no fans. And I'm either like, I got the wrong place or there just happens to be no fans or like nobody knows about this. No. I'm just following my instinct. All I know is I got an Instagram story. For all I know, he could be visiting a friend. He could, you know, it's a lot of, oh, true. it's a lot of following your instincts and just being lucky, you know? Uh, so I make it to the hotel and that's when I started to see Aston Villa workers, like people, kit men, uh, people who just work with the team because they have their own uniforms oh, and stuff. Wow. And that's when it struck me. I'm like, I'm at the right place. You yeah. know, I came all the way here and first day I already got the hotel. So we start kind of, after that, it's expensive. It's an expensive hotel because, you know, these are big clubs. They get four or five, four or five star hotels. Do you know which, what, what, what was it? It was, was Intercontinental uh, something, the war, cause, which is a location in D.C. D.C. Okay. Washington is right, right next to Maryland. So we make it to the hotel, but. I'm, you just got to blend in and it's very hard to blend in when you're looking like a fanboy, you know, with an Aston Villa jersey, because <laughs> the whole point is to get your Aston Villa signed yeah. uh, jersey or like my Devo Martinez jersey. So 
I, I'm always with my brother whenever I do one of these things. So I just tell my brother, we're going to go in from the back, hopefully get up the stairs and then just pray. Like we'll go to the elevator. We'll go up, up and down the stairs. Hopefully you don't get caught. Just try to blend in again. Very hard to do because you're looking like a fanboy. You're dressed up in full CFO, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fanboy Aston Villa gear. But unfortunately, on the first day, as soon as we got to the hotel, we get kicked out because the Aston Villa workers see us and they're like, hey, you can't be in this floor. Essentially, it's for the players only. Oh, you know, shit. seventh floor Damn. for the players only, right? Yeah. We don't even get a chance to say, oh, we're staying in this hotel. Or, yeah. Because you know, we weren't e either. But, you know, you know, you can sometimes lie and stuff. But we get kicked out of the hotel. We get kicked out. We go sit like maybe a block away and they go out of their way. One Aston Villa worker, another one comes out of their out of his way to follow us and tell us for a second time. Hey, you can't come back. Come back. We're going to call security if you try to meet the players again, if you try to sneak into the hotel, whatever. Jesus. Uh, so right. This is one of the worst things, because after they tell you that it's pretty much over, like you, I don't yeah. you want to meet the players, but you also don't want to harass. You don't want to you know actually trespass and, and yeah, get caught and doing all this stuff or get the police involved that'd be the worst of things because then they're wasting their time because i'm You're not trying fucking to handcuffs yeah. in, in yeah, maryland and can, bro and that's wasting the police time too because i'm not trying to kill anybody they could be doing serious stuff i'm yeah. just trying to get a picture with the player but I, I whenever whenever they tell you that it's pretty much game over it's like okay we gotta we gotta find out a different approach so what do we do we we go to sleep we go visit washington you know we kind of take a chill day after that and then in the middle of the night it kind of strikes me we gotta get a room in this hotel. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy because like I told you, it's like a five-star hotel. Thankfully one room was available and it's like 400, 500, $500, I think for one night, Damn. something like that. It's insane. Damn. And even, even if I'm with my brother and we can split the cost, it's still way too much for one room for one night. Then you don't even know if that's going to guarantee you to meet the players, but it's, it's a good, uh, it's a good, you know, chance part. Yeah. You're already there. Yeah. Might as well. So thankfully, I was able to meet with a friend of mine who just happened to be in Maryland for work, a friend from Houston, just thankfully. And I told him what we were doing and all that stuff. So he agreed to get a room with us at this hotel. So once you split it three ways, again, it's not cheap, but it's cheaper. You know, it makes a little bit more sense. Uh, so we were able to stay in that hotel for one day. So we get the room. We go we go to our room. We change everything. And at that point, it's just a matter of waiting and hoping that we can meet them in the yeah. lobby, in the pool, in anything. So but throughout yeah. that time, were you just, were you acting like, like, I don't know, like, did you remove yourself of like the fanboy yes, appearance? Yes, okay. because I don't think, I, I don't think if you go dressed as like as a fanboy, like maybe you have their jersey or something that they will give you a room because yeah. they might know what you're up to. So we were just, I was dressed normally, you know, like maybe we were on vacation and on, thankfully they didn't ask anything. I was just like, Hey, I'm here for my, for my room. I hope it's available. Whatever. I go up. Nobody questions me. Uh, all of our Aston Villa gears and the backpack, whatever. So after we get the room, we still have to wait for the players because they're out in like some university training or something or like taking care of other stuff because they have a busy schedule. They do photo shoots for the media and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. They do a yeah. bunch of stuff while they're in preseason. So after 6 p.m. is mostly when they're free. Uh, and you, but you still can't go to their floor or they have two floors reserved, one for the players to sleep on and then the other one for like, you know, that's where they have dinner, meetings, training, all that kind of stuff. So even if you're in the hotel, that doesn't mean you can access their private floors. So it's just a matter of being lucky and meet them either in the pool, in the lobby, or like I did in the elevator. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. 
set that up for me then yes. what 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 did you just ride it up and down for two hours straight so, what how did you <laughs> correct how did you I, end up being in with Debo martinez in the same right. elevator so after after uh it was like 6 p.m that's when we figured out that they were coming back from training and then we're all they were all free to do whatever they wanted so there's the second floor was where they have dinner where they have uh meetings and stuff like that and the seventh floor is where they stay like their actual rooms so there's that little window from between the second and seventh floor. And I'm like, if we stay there and just keep going up and down, up and down, <laughs> up and down, eventually somebody's <laughs> going to come in here. Right. And that was our theory. And that theory was proven correct. When Leon Bailey was the first player that we met, we were just in the elevator Damn. and Leon Bailey just came in, in the elevator. But after like how many runs was it I like mean, the it, eighth run by then? Or well, yeah, it's ish like maybe five, six, like times were like, the thing is, it doesn't matter how long it takes because no one can kick you out. You're in an elevator. Who's going to question you? You're going up and down. Okay. So, okay. you know, it's not like you're going to find either an outside <laughs> worker. Thought about it. Yeah. It's like, where are you guys going? It's none of your business, bro. We're going up to our room. It happens to be up. Yeah. Right? Right. Oh, we got the wrong floor. I mean, we meant to go down. And it's like, nobody can kick you out. So, again, our theory was proven correctly after Leon Bailey came over. He was headed from the second floor to the seventh, back to his room. And we just asked him for a picture, or whatever. So that's when we knew, like, Okay, guys, we at least got something. I don't know if we'll meet Debo Martinez. We're damn close. Yeah. But at least we got Leon Bailey, right? Yeah, we so, got a Jamaican. Yeah. No, right. He's really good, bro. And uh, so that's already great. And we just kept doing that. And then eventually we made it to the second floor because these Aston Villas are in this players are in the second floor trying to go up. So they hit the button that stops our elevator. There's three elevators. We just got lucky to be in that one. Oh. And when you see that, when you're in the elevator and you see that the floor stops in the second floor, like the elevator stops on the second floor, that's how you know the players are coming because the only ones in the second floor are the players. Oh. Um, oh so my gosh. It stopped, in, it stopped in the second floor and that's when a bunch of Villa players came in, right? And I'm not a huge, I'm not a Villa fan. I'm, I know the players, but I'm not crazy for them. I'm here for one man only, Diego Martinez, right? So a bunch of players come in, Watkins, Bailey, I don't know who else, uh, Buendia, Emiliano yeah. Buendia, you know, Argentinian. I'm excited to see him, but at the same time, I'm, I'm asking, I'm, I'm wondering if, like, he's, Debo Martinez is going to come. You got Debo with you? So the, <laughs> so the elevator gets full of Vela players, five, six, seven players in wow. the elevator. Wow. Not pretty much as big as this table. And wow. the last person to come in the elevator, you can guess who it is. <laughs> Debo Martinez. Wow. I see a six, five man, wow. the very last person to come to the elevator. I got all these amazing players right behind me, but I don't care because I'm here for him. He's the, he's the last player to come in. The elevator was crowded. He could simply have said, oh, I'll just I'll catch see, the next yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. But so he comes in and he comes right next to me. He's right there next to me. And after that, it, it's go time because you only got like 30 seconds until the elevator goes up to the seventh floor. Like when they're going back to the room. And that's when I tell them, hey, you know, you basically become a fan boy at that moment. You're like, hey, I came all the way here, all the way here to see you. Can I get a picture? Can you? Can I get an autograph? Basically, all that stuff that we we came for. Wow. So we were able to get him. But what do you say? Like, what? Uh, were I you think, nervous? I, think, I mean, I was definitely because I was definitely nervous because. So he's my hero. I mentioned this in my head before I even made the trip. I'm like, if I see him, if I get a little bit of time with him, I'm gonna thank him for the World Cup personally. I'm going to tell him wow. that I'm nice. just super happy, you know, just tell him a lot of emotional stuff that I don't know, uh, that it, it all sounds great at the moment. Like you want to thank him individually for everything, everything he's done. You want to thank him for personally. Yeah. But it, none of that happens because I had a lot of things. I don't even remember what I would plan on telling him, but none of that happens when you see him. At least for me, I fanboy too hard. I think all I told him is we're going to go to the game Sunday. 
we came all the way here to see you. Can I grab a picture? Because it was a 20 second, 30 second ride. Wow. And it just happened. It goes off like this because you got your hero in front of you. To me, it felt like five seconds. I thankfully took a picture with him. I really wanted to take a picture because uh, more than an autograph, because I wanted to show my followers that I met him. Yeah. A lot of people were invested in this whole thing. Yeah, I saw. I, I always update my <laughs> nice. my followers about it. But yeah, I was able to meet him right after I was done with him. After the 20 seconds, my brother scooped over, and he was also able to get him. But and then I got a picture with Emiliano Buendia, who was in the elevator. So a little extra. Yeah, he was cool too. But yeah, successfully, we were, I was able to meet my hero, my brother as well, and that entire trip was was worth it you have a gift though that's a gift <laughs> it's given a- by the gods of football <laughs> to be able to infiltrate teams like that yeah. and players to actually you get Debo to uh, show up oddly enough this was the first time ever that we actually got a room in this hotel everything else i don't know if we're going to talk about it like because i've done a bunch of other stuff like juventus barcelona manchester city all that stuff none of that involved getting a room it was a lot of luck and a lot of sneaking around and stuff yeah 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 honestly when i first saw that you saw Diva Martinez, the picture I had in my mind was you just asked a couple people, oh, is he on this floor? And then you got, got through like one security guy, hey, can I just get one quick autograph? Oh. I thought it was simple as I that. Wish, but I wish oh it was my that easy. God, yeah. dude. dude, the commitment, but yeah. also the luck involved, mm-hmm. had no idea. I had no yeah. idea, man. Congrats. Thank you. It's That's also, awesome. <laughs> I think so. That That's really Congratulations, cool. yeah. man. It's also the craziest and biggest gamble because it's all yeah. in Maryland. When Manchester City came to Houston, I mean, I got them right there in town. I have yeah. my car with me, and like, back home. I know people. Yeah, if it doesn't work, I go back home, and I yeah. move on with my day. But we're in Maryland for, like, four days. We got to make this work somehow, you know? And then the plane ticket as well, yeah, the hotel ticket. cost. Yeah, How yeah. long did you leave Dang. the next day? No, uh, the, we actually met him after. So day one was when we got kicked out. Day two was when we met him. <laughs> after that, we, could, we had the whole rest of the days for just – you know, chill, vacation. Did you around. actually go to the, ga- the game? Yeah, yeah, I went oh, to yeah, the game. Right. That was on Sunday. That was a few days after. So I got to the game, and we also got, again, we got lucky again with uh, another player, Wendia. We took our Argentina flag at the game. We got pretty good seats, and he saw our flag. He came over, signed my jersey as well. So that's another little plus Le- as well. Damn. Yeah, Wendia. So kept getting lucky as well. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Doing mm-hmm. that all the way in Maryland is yeah. ridiculous. This is like playing this game on the hardest level was what you just went through. Basically. You, know? you like we're getting warmed up for it last year. And now this challenge presents itself and you stepped up, yeah. bro. You stepped yeah. up. Yeah, People you, doubted you. With this being the biggest fish you've ever caught in that sense, what's next, man? Like who's the next guy? You got Debu, bro. You got Debu. Right. Who's the next guy? Is it another Argentine? Is it is it Cavani or is <laughs> no, it bro he's going to boca so he can just go around you know um or is it the greatest player to ever grace that's the what i'm wondering the that's what i'm wondering here in the u.s that, is it leo messi man i don't know that would be like i always get lucky and it always seems to work out but i don't know if i should take it to the next level especially now that he's here in the mls like could it be possible you know because to me, Divo Martinez, you're not you're not really fighting against any other fans. You're just fighting against yourself to like try and meet him and try and find out everything. When it comes to Messi, like you're fighting against the entire state, yeah. the entire U.S. that wants <laughs> to meet him. You know, yeah. anytime that he goes out to the <laughs> to the store, like to go eat something at a restaurant, like the the streets get flooded. Yeah. And at the game, it's even harder. You know, you got a celebrity. You're fighting off against celebrities. But but if you did see him, 
Let's pretend Saltero here's Messi. All right. All right. Let's he's, not do that. He's in your grace. <laughs> your that. I'm not going to ever pretend I'm Argentinian, bro. I'm what, sorry. What do you say <laughs> to Messi if you're no, in the same no. room, man? If I freaked out with Divo Martinez, granted, he's an amazing player, I would still freak. I would freak out times 100 with Messi. I don't even think words would come out of my mouth. Yeah. At all. Because I've met like big players like last year, Ansu Fati, De Bruyne, and I still freaked out. They like they're not Argentine. They don't have like an an emotional meaning to me. But I still freaked out. You know, all I did was ask for a picture, an autograph, and you know that's all. Because that's all your brain allows you to do at that moment. Because you're freaking out. When you have Messi, I don't think anything would come out of my mouth. Yeah. I just say gibberish. That's what I thought when like if you were to ever come on the pod, bro, it'd be yeah. like uh like Schultz on Milk Boys. Like I wouldn't say shit. I just wouldn't say shit. Be quiet and messy. Be like, is this a fucking podcast? Like, what the fuck's going on here, man? <laughs> just staring yeah, at Yeah, just him. like, what, are y'all gonna ask me questions? I just be like, yeah. nah, man, I just want, I'm just can't. appreciating greatness yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I think I would just hand in my Sharpie and just be like, here, just do it. Just like, do it. I don't think I could. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at your mercy. <laughs> Has there ever been a journey where you've gone and not seen the player that you went to go see? Yes, I actually, I'm glad you asked that. Like, because it actually happened the same week that I met the Aston Villa players, oh. um, Real Madrid were in Houston. They were only in Houston for one day, one night, because uh, they were going to face Manchester United. My brother's a big Madrid fan, so we went over to the hotel, but this one was even pricier than the Aston Villa. It's like maybe six or 700 a night. Oh Security is a lot riskier, oh too. Madrid money. Yeah, and it doesn't help that a lot of the people working in Madrid, like the staff members, are also big stars, like Roberto Carlos and stuff. Oh. Um, or uh, Butragueño, yeah. Chendo, all these players, and it's like everything's a lot harder, and you know they got bigger stars. Um, so they were maybe like three to 500 fans right outside the, the hotel. Wow. And it, it sucks to, that I'm, I'm going to have to tell you this, but we stayed in the hotel from the very morning to the very end until they went to the stadium. And when they arrived, they didn't sign anything. And Damn. when they left to the stadium, nothing. They didn't sign anything. I think when they arrived, Courtois signed like maybe 10 to 20 people. That's all. One player. And I hate to say this, but I think they do it mostly for the media, for the Instagram post. You know, uh, I hate yeah. to say it. I, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, yeah, they care about their fans. But it's hard to it's hard to say that whenever Courtois is the only player out of the entire squad who goes down, takes a picture with the uh, fans, signs autographs. And he's got a whole bunch of cameras behind him. He only signs maybe 10 and then he goes, you know, so it's. Yeah, again, it, it's a it's a weird it's a gray area because these people don't really owe us anything. You know, they're off to do their preseason and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to feel entitled when I go to these hotels and be like, hey, these players have to sign my stuff. They have to take picture with me. I'm their fans. I support them. No, they've got millions of fans and you're, you're sneaking into the hotel. You're waiting, but it doesn't give you like some sort of entitlement. That, right. You know? Right. So I'm a little bit mad that out of the entire 30 man squad and not one of them could actually care about us and take pictures especially and on stuff a like promotional that. u.s tour yeah, yeah. it's all exhibition yeah. it's all yeah. it's about i know it's yeah. exactly and it's a preseason stuff you come here once a year some of these fans can't even go to europe to you know experience the actual thing you know i don't want i don't want to feel entitled and be like you should do this but you should maybe you just this. had a bad day yeah maybe it was just yeah, a maybe, bad day maybe. and that's how it goes man. i give them the benefit of the doubt i'm like that's kind of shitty move on to my next adventure you know what would you say to someone who's trying to do a similar thing to you as you know getting autographs getting photos from players when they're here in the states what's your ultimate piece of advice for a person that is wanting to become the next dfo right. in that sense whether it's a you want to call it a professional stock or whatever it might be <laughs> yeah 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 but what uh, what would you tell them that's to a good help question I, I feel like a lot of people ask me how you do this it's a lot of luck and a lot of research you could do a lot of research and still not be lucky like me with madrid you know mm. um but once you're there in the hotel as long as you keep it respectful and you're not trying to harass anybody and you kind of 
know how to blend in. Like you could make it work, but just know that you could make your entire trip for nothing. It, you know, it's, it's, it has its good things and its bad things. Cause I could have gone to Maryland yeah. not meet anybody and wasted like over a thousand bucks, you know? Do you, is the jersey here among yes. us? The jersey it's is in our presence. Here. Yes. The jersey's in our presence. Yes. All right, let's whip that thing let's out. Check no? it out, man. And thankfully, I was able to get more. I was able to get more than a jersey. Okay, so the main thing, this was on day two wow. when we first met him. He signed it right over here. And then on day two, we actually met him again. I forgot to mention this. We technically met him in Leon Martinez twice. Uh, the second time was whenever he came back from training. And he still had time. It, now it was, it was six of us. I actually managed to find some other fans. And we were all there for Amy Martinez. We had the Argentina flags and everything. And we met him a second time around. Damn, he signed you, it right there behind. Yeah, two. I mean, Martinez. Jersey. Yeah, you know I collect jerseys, so I like wow. I always have a jersey ready for everybody. Holy and then this shit. was on match. <laughs> <laughs> this was so another Martinez jersey, but this one was Aston Villa. Wow. And, uh, it's wow, a, the nice. Buendia jersey. Uh, I mean, a Buendia signature. Right oh, nice, here. nice. And the last thing I got. Um, and you're gifting those to the giving though. Well, thank you, hey, brother. I'll take thank these jerseys for sure. I think I left it in the car, but it's basically a picture of his glorious save against uh, Kolimani, and he signed oh, okay. it as well. Yeah, I met a I met a friend there Ooh. who had a bunch of pictures, and he gave me the idea. He was like, "Hey, you should print out all these pictures and get it autographed because, like, once you frame it, it looks amazing. A yeah. jersey's great, but if you can get a picture of like." his save against Colmani and have him sign it, it's amazing so I have it in the car I'll show it around Damn, dude, you can make dude. your money back you can make your money back on the, <laughs> the flight and hotel with those pieces man yeah. that's incredible what a great idea to get that one signed though yeah I that's, had, defi- that's like culturally yeah. defining yeah yeah I've never done that I always, I'm always all about either pictures or jerseys signed uh, but I've never done a picture and this is the first time that I have and it's actually great that's you great. should try to challenge yourself and see what tier you just can't get right. an autograph at because if Madrid's too big that makes sense to me you know but Aston mm-hmm. Villa's doable what's what's right in between in that's higher the thing is I don't think Madrid's out of out of reach because mm. if I would have gotten the hotel it's as simple as like staying in the elevator but the thing is the only thing that's out of reach is the fucking money bro like i'm not spending (laughs) 700 on on a night where like i don't even know if it's gonna work out but i know some people actually did manage to sneak into the hotel they were around madrid hotel stay in the elevator and meet players i know a few people who met Cruz and modric and stuff like that so but i think that like what would be out of my reach like we mentioned before Lionel messi like now that he's here in the in the states too many people are trying to meet him. The, the streets get flooded. He can't even go out to eat to a restaurant. It's insane. But that's the dream. I think I might have to wait until he retires and kind of the, the fame kind of lowers down a little bit. And maybe I'll be able to meet him. Maybe it'll, it'll be a, more, a bit more chill. I think I think the answer here, bro, is I remember when I was in Mallorca and mm-hmm. I was at the Mallorca Stadium. Real Madrid came as visitors. But what struck me was that after the game, when they're walking from the locker room to the bus, mm-hmm. they actually were good about like stopping and taking pictures with away Real Madrid mm-hmm. fans that were waiting for them. Yeah. I think maybe the next step is going overseas so that you can get those big name signings that are either at Man City, Real yeah. Madrid, Bayern, wherever it might be. Yeah. And that might be where your next step is so you can get those major signings. Yeah, perhaps. I, I know a lot of uh, the players actually, they appreciate whenever you're an away fan. For example, if I, I'm... From, I live in Houston. If I go to a Houston Dynamo game that is not in Houston, say I come either here to Austin or to another side of the country over in New York, if I'm dressed with uh, Houston Dynamo gear and they see that I'm one of the few, because they don't have that many, I'm one of the few away fans that traveled, they're a lot more lean and a lot nicer. So 
That's that I know, help. bro. They don't got any fans. Yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> you don't want to try going to Miami just to try. I mean, because like it's what two and a half hour flight. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it's cra- it's not like you have to go to Spain. You know, you don't yeah. even just want to give it a shot. The thing is, every time I do this, it's a, it's in preseason, so the players are always a lot more chill. Uh, you know, yeah. So they, if yeah. I were to go to Miami now for a for a home game. They're still playing for either the Leagues Cup or the MLS or something like that, so they gotta actually focus. They don't have that many that much time with the fans, uh, but possibly their preseason. I want to try for Copa America since everybody, everybody, uh, the American nations are coming here to the U.S. Yeah. But again, they're gonna be playing a tournament, a pretty big tournament. So it's like, how much time do you actually have with your fans to actually take pictures, autographs, all that stuff? You know, if I were them, I would be trying to focus as much as possible, and I don't blame them, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I wonder, sorry, just, just, I wonder if dressing up would help. Okay, so funny you bring that up. I tried that uh, for the Madrid Hotel. <laughs> Way. Without getting a room, yeah, we didn't talk much about the Madrid Hotel, but I brought up my prom suit, my work <laughs> pants, and I, I promise, I'm gonna send you a picture so you can put it yeah, in the, put it in in the episode, but I have a picture, like, I basically dressed up, and I try to look as much business casual as possible, and it worked, because I was able to chill in the lobby, but Roberto Carlos came out and he basically, as soon as he came out, all the fans that were actually waiting in the lobby, kind of like me, went over to him, tried to get pictures, autographs, all that stuff. And I was obviously one of the ones who went there. And that's when I blew my cover. <laughs> as soon as I wasn't, e- I wasn't, even, I wasn't even able to get him. And as soon as I sat back down, they're like, this guy's not a businessman. This guy's just trying to, you know. So they asked me, hey, do you have a, do you have a room here? And they have a paper with, like, your last name, the rooms. I'm like, there's no way, you know. Ah. So that's when I got kicked out of the Madrid. So <laughs> even, dressed, even dressed with, like, business casual attire and stuff, like, trying to blend in as much as possible. But that is a good strategy. Yeah, it definitely helps. It is, I just blew it by becoming a fanboy as soon as anybody... Try Get try out. a construction worker. The, Bro, and carry I think a ladder. they can get away with anything. If you have a cone. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> made a video anywhere. that you can get in anywhere as long as you carry a, lad- a ladder. They let you in anywhere. They don't ask you anything. <laughs> so maybe maybe I will take one of these different approaches. This is pretty interesting. Vinny, 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 you got the fucking ladder with you? Yeah. Sign my fucking ladder. You mentioned last year that you also had a bunch of escapades in this, in this journey you've had so far. Correct. What were the standouts from last year? Was it was it that Man City situation you had? Yeah, these situations uh, last year uh, is what made me do this, I guess, as much as possible. Because last year we had such a successful uh, few events. The first one was Manchester City. They come over to Houston, and <laughs> this is gonna sound like a joke, but Man City actually actually don't have that many fans, so it was actually Damn. pretty easy. I, we went over to the hotel where Manchester City were. And it wasn't that many of us. It was like maybe 20 to 30 of them. Compared to Real Madrid, they stayed in the same hotel. Madrid was like maybe 500, I think I mentioned. But yeah, it wasn't that many. 30. It was like 20, 30 people. <laughs> uh, and um, we were just kind of just waiting. Travel, bro. Yeah, we played. That was my first ever time doing something like this, but it was with Manchester City. We met a few players in the hotel, but then that's when we decided to take it forward, uh, take it you know, to the next level. Uh, we heard that Manchester City were having a private training at the Houston Dynamo Stadium. And the only people who could watch the training were those people who were affiliated with their sponsors. So it was like a kind of like they were going to train in front of their sponsors as a way to get back. Because, you know, these people pay for essentially their contracts, you know, uh, like very rich people that are with like Abu Dhabi or like Saudi Arabia and so all these kind of stuff, like people with money. Right. Yeah. And their family and friends and stuff like that. Anybody they invite. So we go to the stadium and obviously we are not affiliated with any of these people. <laughs> we're just fans. So 
my brother has this idea. There's two entrances, one for all these sponsors and then one for the media, people who take pictures, all that kind of stuff. And my brother just has this idea of like, hey, tell him you're with the media. You got invited to this thing and just go through the media entrance. Just show him your Instagram account. <laughs> and that's when we wow. went we went through the media. And as weird as it sounds, we made it work like I was like, hey, I'm part of the media. I just got invited to to either, I guess, I, th I think I said record or like, you know, witness this. I don't know what I said. But then I showed in my Instagram account and I was like, I was told I could bring a plus one. So we basically <laughs> got, and he, the only thing he has was like, oh, you know where to go, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Been doing this a couple of times. I, I know where, I know my way around. <laughs> so Damn. we walked through the media. I don't, he either didn't care or he genuinely believed it because I, he barely glanced at my phone. I mean, he saw the DFO. Media technically just didn't get invited or anything yeah. but yeah we were able to sit down in front of the man city in, in front of the stadium like in the best seat because there wasn't that many of them like the stadium didn't get packed or anything it was just people watching like maybe a couple hundred and we basically witnessed a whole hour-long training session of manchester city training in front of us and then of course whenever their training session is done they really have to be thankful to their sponsors as the one the ones who make their their money you know so they all came right to us wow. one by one and we took pictures with everyone and autographs and all that kind of stuff um like anyone everyone who was there like i don't think we missed a single player uh it was like rodri Grealish, mares julian alvarez Haaland, even everybody damn yeah yeah and they were very very chill because like it's it's a lot different when you're facing your like i guess your sp sponsors and friends and family professionals and stuff right yeah uh like i i got julian alvarez to say happy birthday to a friend of mine who's a big fan of of his so again they were very very chill that was damn, another one dude. of those you can make them take a shot if you want you know, <laughs> they can do whatever <laughs> Yeah, and then that's what led me to go over to Dallas a, a week later and do essentially the exact same thing with Barcelona and Juventus. So we did the exact same thing, the same thing I've been describing here in this pod, just researching where they're going to be, if they're going to do any training or anything like that. You just find a hotel, sneak in, and try and meet them. Oh, the so you got addicted in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it all started. Yeah, it's the beginning man. of my addiction. <laughs> once once I realized hooked. that, it's essentially, like I said, lucky, being lucky and just, you know, doing your research to see where they're going to be. It, yeah, once I realized that that's what it was, might as well try, you know? What who's, else are you going to do? Who's the least popular player you met? The least popular? That's like a, a bench warmer, third um, stringer. I think eventually, like, I've I've seen, like, maybe when with Manchester City, since, since all the players came over, maybe Palmer. I think he was with the preseason. Ah, okay. But not bad. Like, you yeah. know, it's just, I think it's just like a really young, like, no. academy player type thing, maybe. Yeah. Just someone I recognize, like, hey, I'm pretty sure that's an academy player. And then I recognize it was Palmer. I think I took a picture with him. That would be the least like, I guess the wow. big one. Wait, so when you do see, not this case, because it was, you know, professionally done and they were happy to see you. Uh -huh. When you do see them, like, in the hotel, are they always a little hesitant, but they're like, oh, they're the fans, so they just end up doing it? Or are they just, like, always like, oh, okay, sure. And I, just, I like, think it, it depends where you see them. Because, for example, with Debo Martinez, he was in an elevator. What is he going to tell me? No. And then <laughs> we're going to have we're gonna have an awkward, like, <laughs> so true. All right, I guess, you know. And then, yeah. Uh, but with uh, McKenney, I met him in the Juventus Hotel. I met him in the lobby. Oh. And he was doing promotional shooting with 4 through 3 uh, The 4 oh, through 3 nice. team was there and everything. They were doing a few, like, you know, little videos. Um, so after he was done with the videos, he took a few pictures with us, but he was rushed because he had to get back to training since he was already, or not training, maybe, I don't know, the eating or so, I don't yeah. know, anything yeah. that they have scheduled. But since he was doing the fourth or three stuff, his schedule was more packed than the others. So he was kind enough to take pictures and stuff, but you could see that he was genuinely rushed. Um, 
because I could see like he was basically jogging like around the lobby. He was like, I got to get back. And, but he was actually pretty nice. You know, I mean, again, he was from Dallas. We were at Dallas. So it makes sense. But yeah, it just depends where you are. If you're in the elevator, it's easier for them to say yes. <laughs> if you're in the lobby, they could tell you like no. But thankfully, I don't think I've ever had one of those yeah. when they tell you straight up no. On this uh, topic, I'm, I'm curious. I don't think I've ever asked you this, Altero. Have you ever met a player? <sighs> a player? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. The closest I've been, I was in Brazil for like five weeks. And I was staying at a hotel, the same hotel for the entire time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... There was an away team that stayed at the same hotel that I was staying at. The team was America Mineiro, one a bottom feeder team in the <laughs> in the top league in Brazil, especially at the time. Uh, so there was like no fans, nothing. But they were there to play against Recife, which was the team, the home team that I was in. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so I saw those players, but I didn't know a single player. Wow. I just knew the team. I was like, oh shit, that's America Mineiro. Right. And I saw their bus. I'm like, damn, okay, Holy they got a shit. game tomorrow. This was just a coincidence? Like you just happened to be in the same hotel? It was just purely coincidental. Like I didn't plan any of it. That's the closest I've ever come to meeting like a professional footballer, but I've never actually met one. That's fine. That's really surprising. Yeah. That really is. Yeah, that actually, yeah. actually is. Yeah. I think the most I can say is uh, I remember I met Pavel Pardo when I was a kid. He signed my Mexico jersey at like the Cotton wow. Bowl when Mexico played like the USA and like some friendly. It's one of the first games I ever went to. You like, it was like post game or something? Ah, uh, man. I'm so, it was, I was so young. I can barely remember. I want to say it was post game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Post game. Pavel Pardo, great name. I still have the jersey that has his signature right here. But then other players, uh, I mean, Veda Muriki, Muriki was the biggest one for me. Like, but I actually got to even like interview him because yeah, I was, yeah. I was real media. Right, Augustine. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> he was there for legal reasons. <laughs> I got to interview him and I asked him three questions. Yeah. What was his favorite like atmosphere that he's ever played in? Uh, what does he think about his current role with Mallorca? And I think just what, how he's adapted to the league overall after being in Turkey with Fenerbahce. But that dude was super nice, super easy going and even got a photo with him. He was great and then i'd say like the austin fc players perhaps mm -hmm. that we've been able to see or be close up to we're, i don't think we've we've been close yeah we haven't conversated with him mm -mm. though taylor twelman i saw i met him at an airport and uh -huh. he was a post he used to be a player i met yeah. him at an airport in boston and then that one's crazy. Yeah, that one was that crazy, one, bro. That, that was, was crazy. Purely coincidental. He purely but coincidental. Got, to meet got off him. the same flight, yeah. I think, and we oh. got off in Boston. I ran up to him. He was next to John Champion and another one of their like assistants, I guess. And I was just like, "Hey, Taylor, I love your work. I love your your experience as a player. Like, let me take a photo with you. Took a quick selfie with him. Great, great guy. But I feel like I'm missing someone. I feel like I've met more players for sure." But I think I'm missing it, man. I think I'm missing it right now. You know what? I, I got to say, like, you guys are in Austin. You guys have your own MLS club. A lot, uh, there's more players than you think that actually come to Austin for, like, their games. And you can probably meet them. For example, I met Timo Puki. Uh, he just signed for Minnesota United. His first game, in that, uh, his second game was against Houston Dynamo. So I have a Timo Puki jersey, and I went over there. He, he was able to sign Light it. Light work, man. Yeah. That was, yeah, that that was too easy. <laughs> like a layup, I mean, come on. If you carry a Timo Puki jersey in the MLS, like who else is going to either be a Norwich fan or have a Timo Puki jersey? I just happen to collect jerseys, so they think that I'm a, either a Timo Puki fan or a Norwich fan. Yeah. So... You know, yeah, like you said, light work, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm sure a lot of them come to Austin to phase Austin FC. So there's your shot.
beyond that man i was i was saying like you should you should apply for like the cia or something <laughs> like this is service, good yeah. espionage <laughs> type of tactics yeah. like you improvise if something doesn't That's work true, you immediately think okay i'm not giving up there's a way in and usually you find it yeah, yeah. so that's honestly impressive like if i would have gone to maryland and they would have told me mm-hmm. oh i can't be in the hotel yeah. i'd have been like Damn, yeah, I mean, I'll a, just yeah. go to the stadium then. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a huge bummer. Like, I was already telling my brother, like, fuck, we came all the way over here. We got kicked out on the first day, bro. <laughs> so you got to think of another option because otherwise it, it's either it's go big or go home. Because, like, come on, I came all the way to Maryland to watch him for two hours in the heat, like, far away. Like, you know, you got to make it work somehow, especially if you're going to Maryland, like, far, far away, you know? Yeah, that, that kind of shows the dedication and passion just because it's fucking Maryland, yeah. dude. Like, to do that is crazy. All right, future plans then. What what was yeah. like? What was the next? Do you know? Do you have any any like set attacks scheduled? Do you no, have it's just an every summer thing. But okay. awkwardly enough, next summer just happens to be the Copa America. I don't know if oh, uh, I don't God. know if other smaller teams mm. like, like mid table teams from the Prem will come to the the US while the Copa America yeah. is going on. I don't know. It's we gotta wait and see who actually announces, you know, when they come and all this stuff. So we okay. shall see. But it will let you know because it would be amazing to have the FO, the give and go, try and meet players. Yeah. <laughs> Be crazy, be cool. man. Yeah. Yeah. But I think one day we should jump on and we should, we should vlog the experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one cool. day spent with Augustine from DFO, a uh, professional football stalker, yeah. and just seeing what that lifestyle is like. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be able to do it routinely like yeah. you do it, but for one day, man, it'd be fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like document the entire thing. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, give the people your socials, plug your work, let them know who you are so they can follow you and keep track of your ventures when it comes to meeting football players. Right. Uh, my main social would be Instagram. I am Debatable Football Opinions, and you can also find me on YouTube with the same name, Debatable Football Opinions, as well as TikTok, where I make either informative football videos or any, any little thing, really, related to football. And I believe it is Augustine DFO. Last three. Last question. If would you ever meet Cavani? I think I would take a picture and then just make the most disgusting face. Damn. I thought about it because he's of course he's always been to like MLS clubs. He just joined Boca recently, but he was linked to MLS clubs. I thought I probably will meet him if he comes to the MLS. And That's destiny. Yeah. Or yeah, I don't know what I would do. It's got to be like at the moment thing. I would just think of something. Yeah. Sheesh, man. That one yeah. might get ugly, bro. Yeah. That one might get ugly. The whole fight might break. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, bro. Thanks for coming on. And I hope that people enjoy this episode because I thought it was very insightful yeah. about a topic that honestly doesn't get represented much. The, the experience yeah. of like, meeting players. We got a professional here with us. I don't us know today, who else bro. does this, bro. I've <laughs> met some really crazy people in my journeys who do as much as me and they surprise me. A shout out to this one guy, Alejandro. I met him in Maryland. He is as crazy as me when it comes to this kind really? of thing. So, yeah, man, there's not that many of us. Whoa. Not, not that many professional stalkers. You're right. Make sure to comment, like, and subscribe, and rate us five stars on Spotify. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.